that challenge. So what, what made you want to take on the challenge of Aston Martin itself and turning that company around? So I'll briefly, briefly take you back to after that 16-year-old apprentice had finished his apprenticeship, mm. we were in the middle of a, um, a, a bunch of uh, industrial disputes in the UK <clears throat> led okay. by someone that was called Red Robbo. It was a union leader. Uh, and it seemed to me that we there was all these wildcat strikes. Rover was always on strike. AP, was, which was my company, was regularly on strike. I had to be, it was a closed shop, I had to be a member of the union. Uh, and it just struck me that how absurd these industrial relations were. Because in the end, an employee wants to work and, and an employer wants the person to work to make the product. So, yeah. you, you mean, basically, it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship. But it got out of kilter. And I, I just thought at 20 years old, I want to be the CEO, CEO of a car company. Um, and it was extraordinarily arrogant, by the way. But oh, it was no, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that is that that took me to go and do my degree in industrial management uh, at night schools and then eventually the rest of the career. I was always driven mm. by that desire to be the chief executive. Now, at Nissan, I'd reached the level of COO. So if you yeah. want the second level. And was very really comfortable, uh, was enjoying what I was doing. But Carlos Ghosn, as, as, as we know, who was my boss, uh, mm-hmm. and, and has, of course, subsequently become quite infamous, he was, he was uh, tackling the politics of running a French company and a Japanese company at the same time. And he'd gone out, I guess, for his own reasons, and he'd said, you know, yes, eventually I'll step up to chairman and, Yes, eventually I'll appoint a CEO of Renault and Nissan, yeah. and the CEO of Nissan will be Japanese. And I, that sh- shut the door in my face, basically. Uh, yeah, I, felt, I felt that up to that point, Nissan had been a, 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 a company of meritocracy, mm-hmm. and this was, not, this was not meritocracy. I'd got the wrong color passport. And, and so very, very shortly after that, that statement had been made, uh, I got a call from a headhunter uh, who passed me over to an investor. Uh, and um, it was basically, the company was called Invest Industrial. They okay. were a shareholder in, in Aston. And they said, would, would you like to become the CEO of Aston? Uh, I think they misled me a little bit in terms of just how bad it was uh, yeah. at the time. But um, uh, it was... It was the next village to where I went to school. It was 10 miles from where my mom uh, lived. It it fitted and ticked so many boxes, but most of all, it was the CEO of an iconic car company. And and so I accepted, and that basically meant that October um, 2014, I moved across and took over as the CEO of that that company. Um, And it was... Scary as hell when I first moved, moved in because we were three months, one quarter away from um, breaching the covenants on the company, which would okay. put the company into in, into bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And it was like, my goodness, I've just left a very safe job at Nissan. And now uh, I, I've got to save the company in the first quarter that I'm, I'm there. Interestingly, it was, it was the um, James Bond car. Inspector, um, the yeah. GB10, 
Exactly. Uh, it was in, in many ways it was that car that saved the company. 